Hello and welcome to The Prime Actor with me, Rhiannon Mosson. And me, Maddie Ann Holt. In The Prime Actor, we bring you an all-access pass to the world of acting, singing, dance, musical theatre and all that's in between. The Prime Actor is sponsored by the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School, an award-winning part-time drama school with branches all over London. Check out their sister company, Sage in the City, who run performing arts courses for adults all over London and online. We've had some in, an inspirational array of guests this season and today we're going back to basics and it's just us. So it's just been announced that Lockdown Series 2, Series 2 is always worse than the first one, is coming to an end yeah, <laughs> on the 2nd of December and we're going into a tiered system. Do we know what that means? No, nobody does. We're talking how to focus on the things that you can control. At a time of unprecedented uncertainty, how should we react as we wrap up one year? Should we be setting intentions for 2021? Oliver Berkman wrote for The Guardian, when you've no idea what tomorrow will bring, it's easy to fill the gap with fantasy and the world of fantasy knows no bounds. It's possible to imagine things getting limitlessly bad. But what if we focused on things going limitlessly well? Well, I mean, for actors, there's an added job deficit, but are we not the best people to deal with uncertainty? I mean, this whole thing about 2021, I have done my 2020 planning. 2021 yes. planning. I'm just holding up my 2021 planning. Gold digger is what it says, people. Gold <laughs> digger. And I've done my vision boards. Yes. Already. And I've done, like, literally, I haven't, like, I'm I'm in... To be honest with you, as you know, Ree, because I showed you, my Christmas tree was up on the 2nd of November. I mean, you're already into February, to be fair, by now. Yeah, I'm ready. I think there's a balance, isn't there? Because I'm mindful that there's so much hope for 2021 and I really genuinely feel positive about that not just with news of vaccines but also just you know how we're going to approach things and hopefully positive changes that we as communities have come with but I also don't want to put so much pressure on 2021 to be best year ever that Mm -hmm. then you know what what can ever live up to that so I, I want that balance I want to keep that positivity without the pressure is that possible yeah, I mean, you're, that was a really good point there about being like, you know, not earmarking it as the best year ever and staying a bit grounded because I really struggle with that. And I um, was talking to a life coach this week. That's right. Um, it was great. And uh, she was saying about the importance of, she was like, wow, you live a lot of your life in the future. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it's true, I, I do. And I have done a lot this year. Um, but I think a lot of people have. Well, we haven't um, had any other choice this year, right? Yeah. You know, we have mm-hmm. to be thinking, oh, well, I'm going to, when this is over. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and I think now, okay, you know, the 2nd of December is certainly not the end of the pandemic. But I think with the news midway through lockdown 2.0, that there were vaccines, there was a bit of a ability to have a bit of a breath and go, oh, okay. There is some, there's a hope now that wasn't there before. Um, but I mean, I don't know about you, but I still, what are we like pretty much a year on, pretty much. I still have this thing where I find the whole, I'm, I'm kind, I've normalised everything. And then I'll do something like I'll go to a supermarket and then the tannoy will say, we're doing what we can in this unprecedented time to deal with this pandemic. And I'm like, oh, 
oh my god we're in a pandemic that's oh this isn't normal it's like we're in a film yeah and I do keep thinking at what point how many years down the line when we look back at this will we think like what on earth is going on and (laughs) you know the fact like you said the fact that that vaccine idea is there and that things could work I heard on the radio this morning that for malaria it was 20 years before they could start kind of having things in place and you know we're feeling impatient and it's not even been a year so let's like take a breath to be like that's amazing that is amazing that there are options out there and we will get through it 2021 no pressure up your game yeah no pressure I mean I think I was actually there was a viral thing going on on Twitter about this uh comedian uh in America and she was reading out her 2020 resolutions and she was just like crying with laughter because it was like don't have any takeaways socialize more (laughs) travel the world (laughs) and I was looking at mine and I was like you know what I have to say all things considered pretty much everyone I know has okay they haven't smashed the intentions that they had but they have at least found and I think everyone has found a degree of I'm I'm loath to say light but at least um an education or an understanding about even just themselves and about what they can and about our resilience as a, a kind of human race because literally I mean I thought I was resilient before but now oh man I can I can do whatever yeah I mean you are you're gonna nail whatever comes next we all will we all will and we've all probably surprised ourselves in good and bad ways I would imagine Mm. and um I think there is that idea that you can easily catastrophize what is you know we need to take that minute to say no actually we're we're all right we're safe we're healthy like let's let's be grateful for the things that Mm. are okay but I'm very guilty of thinking the worst you know are you interesting always yeah and always because Mm -hmm. then I think I can prepare myself and and that is a bit of a control issue that's funny because I'm the exact opposite which also is not great yeah I literally I'm like everything's gonna work out and then but then inevitably yeah there's a difference there is a balance. between um the kind of glass half empty because I don't think I'm that I just mm. think I you know if if I I'm trying to think of examples but it's, it's very difficult because it isn't about being negative I don't feel that about things but I do like I, I worry I worry about everything mm. so I think that feeds into thinking you know the overthink yeah it's the classic overthinkers hotline.com like that and the and being a re- like maybe being like a mega realist but a realist realist i mean i i'm not my head is in the clouds and i'm okay with that i think to be fair this pandemic has really helped me see that i i need to get my feet and i have got my feet on the ground a bit the funnily enough the only thing this year we're going to talk in a bit about um how to control the things that um we can that are right in front of us in terms of acting and one of the biggest things for me this year was um really being grateful for the fact that I've done 10 years of writing so I wasn't like learning from from scratch how to write a script or I mean I was learning how to write a book I had no idea but I mean like just understanding arcing and narrative and dialogue and everything which meant I could sit down and 
write a series not necessarily that anything's happened with it yet but um it meant that I could because I I you said there about your control I mean I am a control freak I accept that but then I think that the the for example the writing is is it is a sense of control because you're like I'm creating but also you you are a creator like that's your job so if that's taken away from you and I've heard a lot of interviews with actors and directors and they feel at this point like well once you take that away from me what's what am I Mm -hmm. and so by keeping that up during lockdown in a different way maybe you're channeling it in a different way by writing but you're still creating and so that hasn't been taken away from you Mm. yeah and also but not I think it's so important that for actors a lot of actors I know including myself we define ourselves by our work and our job and when people say, like, tell me about you, the first thing we say is, oh, I'm an actor, I'm a creative, I'm this. Because, because I guess be- there's a number of reasons for that, but I guess for me it was always, like, don't take your foot off the gas type thing. Well, as where this year's made me be like, actually, it's okay to take your foot off the gas. Yeah. And who are you outside of that? But it is all-encompassing in a way that possibly other careers are not. You know, mm-hmm. like the crossover for many actors or people in the industry, like going to the cinema, going to the theatre, listening to music, they're all part of their hobbies as well. And not to get the two confused, they're very separate things, but that does cross over. And so when mm-hmm. when you start spending your, you know, downtime doing stuff that is still related to work, perhaps you don't ever really have that downtime because, mm. you know, your interests yeah. are so linked um but possibly yeah. this has helped to balance that a bit in that mm. you know you've had to find other hobbies we can't go to the theater we you know we... yeah and and well exactly that what what else is our escape i mean i mean i tell you what my escape is the queen's gambit i've heard i really need to go oh, do i need God. to know how to play chess no okay. i have no interest in chess whatsoever in fact the idea that it was about chess put me off for so long and then I was like, fine. I've watched and everything after, else on Netflix. Yeah, watched all of Netflix. Fine, I'll watch this. And then 15 minutes in, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see why it's trending at number one. It's exceptional. Um, so what are some of the ways that you have kind of dealt with that feeling of being out of control? Because, of course, as we're saying, like, even when we go into the tiered system, it, there is, we, we have just made peace with the fact that we don't have control. So how did you navigate that feeling like you were in control to actually it all being taken away? I mean, actually better than I expected. If you'd have told me in February that mm. I would have completely like lost it. But I guess the the idea is like, this is, this is so big. It's not something like, can you not put your pens over there? Because, you know, it, it, yeah. it's huge and it's <laughs> happening to everyone. Um, mm. I mean, I baked my way out of it, Maddie, if I'm honest. Baked your way out of it. That baked is the my super. Hamilton. Those of you who know Hamilton will see exactly <laughs> what I've done there. Um, but, uh, yeah, sourdough. So, yeah, yeah. No, I, I just... The biggest thing was just trying to feel safe. And then I think that became the bigger feeling. Like, not just for me, for everyone. I wanted everyone to have a feeling of safety. And mm. maybe I wasn't such as a controlling 
person as I thought I was. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, interesting. Yeah, I mean, there was everyone. Did, I mean, I feel like we're we're sort of like looking at the pandemic in retrospect, but we can't afford to do that yet. So I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I'm still <laughs> baking for the record. I haven't finished. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I mean, I like also for me. I think for me, the biggest one was main. Which, to be honest, I actually did this before, but I. Right, I think I might have said this before in the podcast. One of the, my biggest fears, which is an insane thing to say, before the pandemic, if I looked at my diary and I had like two or three days with nothing in them, I would be, I would do whatever I could to fill them. They would not remain three days. I would do anything and everything. I would go and do talks. I would write a script and do a rehearse reading. I would go see this person, I would like have a brainstorm with this person, anything, everything, they would never stay a free day. And if by chance, on the odd occasion, stuff cancelled, like meetings, and then it was free, I would keep myself as busy as possible. And to be honest, I managed to do that for quite a lot of the pandemic. But then when th- there really was nothing left, which has actually only been in the last two weeks, I've been like, oh, I mean, I say like there's nothing left. I mean, I'm working a, a job for this week. Yeah, like, I mean, still... like, let's, let's be real. It's not... <laughs> and there's recently, and I forget the word, which is really annoying, but there's a, a word in Dutch, apparently, that is to do nothing. And it's it's not, you know, about meditating because that's doing something. It's literally mm. doing nothing. And I was like, hold on a minute. That is not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> You've got to do something because you're yeah. always doing something and you know if you're not you probably pick up your phone you know mm, to, to plan something else or to do something else so maybe we've had a minute and I think our industry more than a lot of other industries have really felt a time of reflection and mm. you know you'll probably see it in a lot of your friends as well or, or colleagues mm. that th- people are thinking of different directions and different avenues and yeah yeah I mean 100% there's a really nice quote here from and I'm going to try and say her name right Lisa Marciano who's a therapist and writer based in Philadelphia and she says to make it your mission to tolerate uncertainty rather than having to make it go away that creates a different frame for thinking about all things so um, all you have to do basically is tolerate it Of course, that may be very difficult, but it can get us out of this place where we're spinning our wheels, trying to fix something which isn't within our power to fix. I love that. I mean, I had to read that a couple of times because I was like, what? Everything, we can fix everything and you can do anything. And that that book that I always quote from the Marie Folio, everything is figureoutable. I'm like, no, the pandemic's (laughs) figureoutable. Let's go. Let's. (laughs) But actually, you know what? Just sitting, I mean, that's a real Buddhist mentality as well, methodology of like, sitting with the feelings and not being like I need to meditate so they go away or I need to exercise so they go away but just feeling them and actually sometimes that's better than what you were trying to do which is to push them away yeah and just to pretend they're not there and surely surely like you touched on at the beginning and you mentioned like surely you know our industry actors performers are you know so used to that lack yeah. of control that maybe you were all like nailing the pandemic because <laughs> you were you were just like well this is just another thing I didn't control mm. and yeah I mean it's a bit annoying that I only came to that conclusion at the very end of the pandemic I wish I'd really I can't say the end of the pandemic it's not the end certainly people will still stay away from me 
No one yeah, close yeah, to yeah, them. No, I, I don't know why. I'm, I don't know why. I think it's because the end of the year, and I'm like, yeah. well, we've that's nearly 2020. And, but of course, it's likely we may or may not be dealing with this um, through oh, God knows when up until 2021. Who knows when? Um, but yeah, that that whole idea of um, you know actors having the sense, understanding what rejection is, and um, understanding that there is no control. I mean. I, at, the, at this very moment in time, I've got a, a book being pitched and I've got a series being pitched. And th- so really, because they haven't... I haven't had any major castings this year at all. I mean, I've had, uh, uh, like, you know, normal commercial castings, but I, I've not had... I've done TV, but that was all from last year. So I've not auditioned for anything and got it in that way, like normal. So actually... It's been really nice to have up until this point. I, I haven't, I'm not essentially or necessarily worried about if I'm going to get something. This is the first time, and I was speaking to my literary agent about it, and she was like, oh, you've just got to let it go. And I was like, yeah, but I'm out of practice with that now. <laughs> like, I, I've had this year of just sort of chill, basically. But uh, do you think maybe the shift in like, you can't blame yourself for this. You know, like previously, if you were going to auditions, you could maybe unpick it and be like, I didn't get it because of this, that or the other, or I couldn't go to that audition because this, that and the other. This time it's like, it wasn't like, I can't, I can't analyze this. This is, this is a problem bigger than me. And that's mm. the reason these things are not happening. Do you think yeah. that's shifted? Or do you think once you are auditioning again and things kind of, return to some sort of normalcy or normality would be a better word uh do you think you'll forget that feeling and you'll just go back to being like why i mean to be honest i'm i can feel myself going back to that now already but i i we did a episode i think it was in season one about why you don't get auditions and it's and it's stuff that we maybe know, but to have it all put together, if you want to go back and listen, I've listened to it again. It's a really good, it it just even if you get auditions or you don't for which, whichever one to listen and go like, it's because of the way you look, it's because your hair's too long, it's because you're too tall, it's because da da da. This person's got it. There's someone else with brown hair. There's whatever. And so actually, if we're really logical about the whole thing, the control that we think we have isn't there anyway. Even the people who are casting it don't necessarily have the control that we think they have because there's someone else higher up that's like making another decision and so on and so on. Obviously, there is ultimately one person, but it you, I mean, okay, like right now, this book is getting pitched. It's going to a meeting. It totally depends who is in that room at that time, who what what their life experiences are on the subject or not. What else is on their client list and book list? And sliding doors to some extent on that day, you you know, something, and that's not to question their professionalism, but there Mm. is like, you know, you do come to a meeting or uh, uh, you even sit down and read an email with other things having affected you that day. And and you can't help that be part of kind of how you think of things. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, those are all the things that make us feel out of control so we've touched a little bit there on yeah you were talking about baking and like things to make us feel not I don't even think the word is necessarily coping but a sense of what we can do to control our own well worlds really 
Um, let's talk about some, some things that we can do to when we are feeling out of control, even in the months and months to come, because it's not just going to be a someone clicks their fingers and we're back to normal. So counting backwards is really helpful for me because mm. it's not as easy as you think. So you have to really concentrate on it. And that might not be counting backwards for you because you might be slightly more inept at at doing those things than me. But if there's something that's a little bit tricky that forces you to concentrate on something that's that's meaningless, doesn't doesn't matter whether I can count back from 100 or not, but it focuses me on something that I just channel my thoughts into that. And that really helps me to just take a minute and to maybe then reassess what I was stressed about it's it's a that's a really good one I know um big fan of Paul McKenna Paul Paul McKenna (laughs) does he tell you I mean please yeah he does that he does he's not Yuri Geller is he I get those two confused no 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 he's not Yuri Geller no he's not um but yeah that's a really really good one I like the 333 which is if you feel yourself spiraling or uh panicking or I guess the overwhelming feeling of uncertainty kind of hits you as it does in a moment is the call out three things that you can hear, call out three things that you can uh, feel or or taste, depending, and then move three bits of parts of your body and call them out. And again, it's that same idea of just bringing yourself back to the present moment um, and not catastrophizing. Um, For me, because I am, and I've made peace with the fact that I am, control I like my um organization and whatever a certain way it's been things like this I just realized it before it's going out of my mouth I'm just going to show it to you it's been things like getting bits of stationery like things to do and I've got you can't see but up on my wall is like my weekly planner so I've got a big weekly planner I do this every Sunday and I do like things to do today every day and I write my list and it's just it makes me feel like I'm following a schedule. Yes, and there's some organisation there, which is important. And actually, my mum, who I know who listens to this, so she'll be very excited to get a (laughs) shout-out. But she's always told me that you write it down to forget it. So Mm. you once you've written it down it doesn't need to fill your head anymore so if you're worried about a to-do list just yeah write it down put it in your phone put it on your um computer and it doesn't need to be in your head then because it's there you won't forget it I love that it's useful that's great well done Moomin I was thinking I was thinking what wait a minute I don't want to forget it oh I'd be out of your brain okay you don't need to forget it you definitely won't I like that I really like that and um, we've we've mentioned them but in general any grounding techniques meditation breathing there's a really good app that I've probably mentioned before called Omvana that's got loads of free meditations the six phase meditation is a really great and it's like 20 minutes and it's guided because I was always like I can't meditate and even if I just go I'm panicking I'm just going to take 20 minutes and I'm going to sit in this chair and I'm going to play this through my speaker and even if my eyes are open, I'm like, okay, cool. It's just, just focusing to, me. Yeah, take a minute. of And quiet, you know, a lot of people yeah. are not a fan of quiet, but sometimes it does just help you get some clarity. Yeah. And yeah. I know for some people, obviously, forms of exercise really help. Mm-hmm. We haven't really mentioned mm-hmm. that. I think that's it. <laughs> more about me. You do some of that. Um, I, I mean, know, as you can mic. see... We, we, we're on a Zoom just so we have some human contact. And I'm... Every day I'm in my running stuff, Ree. It doesn't mean I run. 
Oh, no, no, no. No, but I don't, a minute. I don't the think everyone to who wears their, like, Fabletics leggings are running. <laughs> no. You know, they, they, no. they don't look out of breath. So, no. I mean, I try it. and get out. I try and get out, that's for sure. Every and yesterday, day. yeah, yeah, definitely. And yesterday was a really, really busy day and I was massively stressed and about and I realized about four o'clock I hadn't left the house it was already getting dark and I just put on my coat and I, I mean I'm quite lucky because I live in Brighton so 15 minutes and I was by the sea yes. and I just stood on the beach and like just breathed and was like okay now we're good should have done that earlier good yeah um, but it's, it's, it is important and I know it's like now it's darker and colder but it just wrap up and go and just walk around yeah. the block even if it's that and I d- like have a sort of fake commute to my dining table so I do a walk every morning before work and after work just to you know oh that's good that's really good yeah um and then lastly I think um is limit the number of tasks you're focusing on at any one time so they recommend like two to three. So let me, are you on your computer now, Ree? Yes. I don't care because you're going to ask me. Let me ask you, I, I, I haven't prepared to this, so let me ask you how many browser tabs you've got open right now and don't turn any off. Right, let me count mine. Okay. How many have you got? 11. <laughs> oh, okay. I, okay. I'm six. Well, seven, eight. Okay, well, six to eight. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's try and do a day where our maximum is two. I mean, please, let's see. <laughs> I, I, in fact, I'm so aware of this that you know when someone says, "Could you please send me a screenshot?" Like, mm. I think, oh no, they're gonna see how mad my life yeah. is. But it yeah. is also because um, it's it's so, sort of to do with efficiency that I can just you know. Yeah, true. I mean, click. mine is that. I keep them open in case I forget about the task, which I won't do them because I've, I've written, them, you've down, written them down. But because I've written them down, but if someone asks me to do something, I'll open that up on a tab, and then. But it's it's bad because I think like a, a good thing to do is at the end of the day shut them all. It's like I'm a big believer in like making no. your bed at the end, you know. But I don't, I don't, so I that I wake up it, and go. Yeah, set yeah, my computer to sleep so that when I turn it back on, it's the same. <gasps> So, it's not bad. We're awful people. Um, Anyway, if you have a burning question to ask about the world of acting or agenting, The Prime Actor has its own Instagram. Give us a follow at The Prime Actor Podcast. And if you have any hints or tips of keeping us calm or how to close our (laughs) our browser tabs, then please (laughs) let us know. Um, We're going to finish each week with a quote to motivate or inspire you. And this week it's from therapist who we've already mentioned, Lisa Marciano a good name a crisis can heighten the opportunity to find meaning to get clear about what matters most mm-hmm. definitely has um just realize how much i love oreos if anything so. do you want do you want oreos to be sent to you <laughs> like include yeah. them in the hashtag could you yeah no i mean it, it, it got me clear about what matters most what matters oh, most Ore- really up there is oreos i never knew how much of a part of my life they were and peanut butter anyway I'm just talking thanks for listening <laughs> if you want to learn more about the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School then you can head to their website www.annafiorentini.com bye bye